0: Hey folks, coming in hot with a little ad uh, for myself in my upcoming book. If you like this podcast, you are definitely going to like the book I wrote based on it. Unruly Figures, 20 Tales of Rebels, Rule Breakers, and Revolutionaries covers several people that I've never covered on the podcast. From queens of piracy in the Mediterranean to rebellious artists in New York to Aboriginal resistance leaders in Tasmania, this book is full of rebellious folks you may have never heard of. It comes out wherever books are sold on March 5th. Pre-order it now. Link is in the show notes. This podcast is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the home of storytelling. They make it easier than ever to discover the right content to enrich your life. As a leading destination for audio storytelling, Audible has thousands of titles, including audiobooks, groundbreaking originals, podcasts, and so much more. I love listening to audiobooks on long car trips, which, of course, I'm constantly on because I live in Los Angeles and it takes 30 minutes to go five miles. Recently, I've been listening to Bossy Pants by Tina Fey, and it is perfect for commuting or driving around the city because it's so funny. I love that it's narrated by Tina Fey. It feels like she's telling me a story on my drive. Right now, you can get one month of Audible for free by using offer code UNRULY. That will get you one free audiobook to enjoy on your next long drive. Go to audibletrial.com backslash unruly to get your free audiobook. And let me know what you pick, because I want to know what to listen to next. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash unruly to get your free audiobook. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Unruly Figures, the podcast that celebrates history's greatest rule breakers, I'm your host, Valerie Castellanos clark and today I'm covering Lepa Svetozora Radich. She bravely stood up to the Nazis when she was just a teenager, but her story is not as well remembered as Sophie Scholl's. Hopefully we can help that change. But before we jump into Lepa Radich's life and how she fought the Nazis, I first have to thank all of the incredible paying subscribers on Substack who help make this podcast possible. Y'all are the best, and this podcast would not still be going without you. If you like the show and you want more of it, please consider becoming a paying subscriber over on Substack. When you upgrade, you'll get access to exclusive content, merch, and behind-the-scenes updates on the upcoming Unruly Figures book. And right now, I'm running a 50% off sale for Black Friday, so take advantage while it's there. When you're ready to do that, head over to unrulyfigures.substack.com. Alright, let's hop into it. Lepa Svetozora Radic was born into a Bosnian family on December 19th, 1925. If you're listening to this as it comes out, it's almost her birthday. She would have been 98 this year. She was born in a village called Gashnika near Bosanska Gradiška in the former kingdom of Serbs, Croats, and Slovenes, though that kingdom is more commonly known as the Kingdom of Yugoslavia. Today, her village is in Bosnia and Herzegovina. She completed elementary school in a neighboring town called Bistrika, and After that, she attended the Women's School of Crafts in Bosanska Krupa for about a year. The rest of her formal education is not well documented, though it seems that she continued her education as long as she could. We do know that she was a good student. Quote, she stood out for her hard work and seriousness and already read advanced literature. End quote. Her family were communists, and they seemed to have prepared her for a communist uprising from a young age. As it became clear that the Nazis in Germany were turning their eyes on this region um, and that a uprising was imminent, Lebo began helping her family and their allies prepare by stocking up on and hiding weapons, though I'm kind of unclear on where exactly. Now, the region had gone through several rounds of upheaval already by this point in the 20th century, but they were about to go through another one. In April 1941, when Lepo was just 15 years old, the Axis powers invaded and partitioned the kingdom. The government fled, establishing a government in exile in London, much like France and Poland had. But the Radich family didn't really have that option to flee. Their home became part of Croatia, and they became part of the underground movement against the Nazis. Rebellion against the invading Axis powers began nearly immediately. While the Nazis controlled cities, the mountainous regions of Yugoslavia were harder to control. The terrain was tough, the towns small, the locals knew the land and how to disappear in it much better than the invaders could ever hope to learn. This is how the resistance there was born. Lepa joined the League of Communist Youth of Yugoslavia either just before or just after the invasion. Soon after that, she became a member of the Communist Party of Yugoslavia, which was actively working to undermine the Nazis, especially their invasion of, um, of the USSR, using Yugoslavia as like something of a staging ground. In November of 1941, she and other members of her family were arrested by the Ustase Militia, a Croatian fascist and ultranationalist organization that operated as, like, sort of a puppet rulers under the Nazis. They were an incredibly violent group, often resorting to terror tactics and responsible for the assassination of the King of Yugoslavia in 1934. During the war, they went on to perpetrate the Holocaust in Croatia, killing hundreds of thousands of Jews, Serbs, Roma, Muslims, and political dissidents. Fortunately, undercover members of the National Liberation Army of Yugoslavia managed to smuggle Lepa and her sister Dara out of jail on December 23, 1941. The Liberation Army, often simply called the Yugoslav Partisans, um, were a force to be reckoned with. They were anti fascist, anti nationalist, and anti royalist. Roger Jeffrey Jones, an expert on intelligence history, called the partisans, quote, perhaps Europe's most effective anti Nazi resistance movement. They were fiercely communist, though, which led to some distrust of them by the Allied forces. The Americans especially were so anti-communist at this time that they didn't really trust the partisans at all, despite how well they were doing against the Nazis. I guess the whole idea of like the enemy of my enemy is my friend did not apply. (laughs) I mean, they had begun basically as a guerrilla force in 1941, but they evolved into an effective and large army fighting with traditional warfare tactics by the end of the war. Some estimates put their fighting force at 650,000 troops, but more conservative estimates say about 300,000. So Lepa's father, Svetor, and her two uncles had already joined the partisans, so after she escaped from prison, she decided to do the same. Radich joined the 7th Partisan Company of the 2nd Krajewski Detachment, where she worked as a nurse initially, transporting injured fighters and dead bodies to hospitals. In January of 1943, the Nazis launched Operation Case White in an attempt to destroy the Partisans. Radich got caught up in it, perhaps even fighting as a soldier, though it's not totally clear. By some accounts, she was present at the key battle at Nereteva in February 1943, where she was responsible for transporting the wounded to a shelter. But after a few months of that, Radich attended some kind of youth course in a village called Lemovita. After this, she became a field activist, recruiting new people to the cause. She was apparently well-liked because she was modest and kind. And we know that in late 1940, or May 1942, she was sent to, um, no, I'm going to mess this one up. I'm really sorry. Uh, Pogermatch? Pogermatch? Um, she was sent there as a political worker where, um, she became somewhat well-known for being really good with kids. She even organized them into expeditions of joint harvesting and gathering grain in the face of enemy soldiers. She was, quote, tireless in her work and a true believer in the cause for communism. She often talked about, quote, brotherhood and unity, the guarantee of our victory to children and adults alike, inspiring them to keep fighting. Now, there are some vague accounts that she also actively participated in fighting at this time, perhaps around Novi and Krupa, but the source where I saw that didn't seem like terribly reliable, so I'm not sure about it. We do know that as part of her work, Radic began arranging transports to help people flee the Axis powers, and this last bit would be her downfall. In early February 1943, maybe the 4th or the 5th, Lebo Radic was arrested while trying to re- arrange a rescue for 150 women and children seeking refuge from the Nazis. She was held for three days and endured brutal torture as the Nazis tried to learn the names and locations of the leaders of the partisans. She didn't tell them anything. On February 8th, she was led out to the gallows with another woman, Smilka Kosakraseta, the public had gathered, and as the noose was put around her neck, Radich was given one more chance to save her own life by giving up the names and locations of her comrades. She apparently responded, quote, I am not a traitor of my people. Those whom you are asking about will reveal themselves when they have succeeded in wiping out all you evildoers to the last man. As she waited for the command for her execution, Radich apparently told the gathered crowd, quote, Long live the Communist Party and partisans. Fight, people, for your freedom. Do not surrender to the evildoers. I will be killed, but there are those who will avenge me. And then, whatever she was standing on was removed and she was hanged. Leva Radich was dead at just 17 years old. Now, if you go looking for photos of Radich, you will find photos of her hanging from a noose, which I personally found very disturbing. They're very clear, and the haunting nature of them is probably part of why her name is remembered when so many other partisans are forgotten. But I can barely stomach looking at them, so I want to warn you about what you might find if you Google her name. I did not include those images in the substack. However you feel about them, the photos of her execution cemented her legacy. The whole affair is documented. In one photo in particular, she is surrounded by Nazi soldiers waiting for her execution to begin. And she looks calm, even defiant. It's incredible. I've included the photo on the substack. On December 20th, 1951, Radic was awarded the Order of the National Hero by the Yugoslavian government. She was the youngest recipient of the award at the time. And today, she is remembered as an icon of courage and defiance in the Balkans. I find it a bit strange that she's not as well remembered in the the U.S. and in English-speaking parts of the world, but I suspect that it has something to do with her communist ties. Um, Western Europe and America were so afraid of communism, especially post-World War II um, and going into the Cold War. And... I feel like that's why her story hasn't been given its due, and I'm, I really hope that in the future we're going to see more English language translations of these documents so that we can learn more about her. Now that is the really short story of Lepa Svetazora Radish. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can let me know your thoughts on Substack, Twitter, and Instagram where my username is unrulyfigures. If you have a moment, please give this show a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help other folks discover the show. This podcast is research written and produced by me, Valerie Castellanos-Clark. My research assistant is Nico Angel Gargiulo. If you are into supporting independent research, please share this with at least one person you know. Heck, start a group chat. Tell them that they can subscribe wherever they get their podcasts. But for ad-free episodes and behind-the-scenes content, come over to unrulyfigures.substack.com. If you'd like to get in touch, send me an email at hello at unrulyfugurespodcast.com. If you'd like to send us something, you can send it to P.O. Box 27162, Los Angeles, California, 90027. Until next time, stay unruly.